What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Friday edition of the EPL's the EPL Boys podcast. I am your host Logan. With me, as always, is the other host JD. How you doing, buddy? Are you ready I'm, to win some money this week? Hopefully, or this week. I am doing great, and I'm ready to win some money. We will definitely get to that later, though. The gambling corner is always a good part of the week because hopefully JD can make himself money and all the listeners. But <laughs> hopefully. What we're going to do, though, first, of course, as always, we're going to start out with all the Premier League games. Then we're going to get into the Champions League draws, which happened today, and I had no idea that they were happening, like, at all. I didn't. I had no idea. I messaged Aiden. I was like, hey, the Champions League draws are happening. We should probably cover this on the podcast. <laughs> I knew they were happening, but I, I kind of no forgot idea. when. And then <laughs> and then you started saying stuff about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I heard oh, yeah. about that. <laughs> we should probably cover that. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. And then, of course, we have JD's Game in the Corner and fan questions to get to, so... Starting off with the EPL fixtures. There's some good ones. There's some potentially bad ones. But if you're gambling on them, then they're all they're always entertaining. Oh, of course. Um, the first one, though, Chelsea against Crystal Palace to start us off. Kind of a bigger bigger game than what I guess like a lot of people thought of coming in the season. Because Crystal Palace has looked really good and Chelsea has not. But I do have Chelsea winning this game 2-1. to one. I think Chelsea are going to try to get back to form against Crystal Palace. I also have Chelsea winning this game, but I think it's I think it's gonna be a goal fest. Really? And and I'm gonna say it every week until it happens. I think Timo Werner will finally score. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna say it every week. Season. I'm gonna say it every week till it happens. Maybe I'm hindering that. Maybe I'm jinxing him. But Maybe. I think this will be. I think this will be more like a three-two or a, or a four-three. But I still have Chelsea winning. Yeah, I don't know. See, I I just can't see Crystal Palace scoring that many goals because they. And I've I reiterated know, but, this point. They have fuck all at striker. <laughs> I know, I know, but you say that, and then and then out of nowhere they do. They probably like, then will. Though. Out of nowhere, like, Zaha scores two, and Andros Townsend well, scores a fucking hat I don't count Zaha as a striker though. He's like a yeah, winger he's that's still, forced to play striker because they he have still no one scores. Else. And Jordan yeah. Ayew actually had a decent season last season. Yeah, so you know, it, you never know. I yeah. I don't know. It's it's so hard to tell. Like you look at Chelsea's back line, and they're yeah. they're just not. They're not good enough. I was, or at I least was they're about not playing. They're not playing well enough. No, I mean, Thiago Silva. I, I, mean, I wanted Liverpool to fucking sign him. I did too, but his I'm wages are way too high. I'm yeah. glad they didn't. Yeah, I'm also very glad they didn't because he would have commanded a lot of wage, and he is oh, 35. Yeah. Oh my so god, he, he, he wouldn't be with us for too much longer. But yeah, yeah, I just figured that would be a good signing for like for the dressing room, you know, of course, give that leadership. But, but then, then I thought about it. We already have that. I, yeah. I don't know. We don't we don't necessarily need that post. He he would want to play, and I don't think he's good enough to be our second center back. I don't think because yeah, he would I want mean, to play, and I think third, going but... to be better. Yeah, I think he would definitely be third. But yeah, I I also agree with you. I do think this is the game that Timo Werner finally scores, um, or Kai Havertz. I feel like one of them are going to score at least a goal. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but Chelsea also they just loaned out Ross Barkley. Uh, fun Weirdest fact to Aston fucking Villa. transfer. That was Weirdest very interesting. Fucking transfer. I don't understand. I mean, I mean, I get it. I get it for Ross Barkley, but like at the same time, I don't know. I feel like he could do better than Aston Villa. Yeah, me too. But I, like, I, he kind of killed his career by going to Chelsea because he was like guaranteed minutes at Everton, at Everton. before he yeah, left, he was, and then he, he was, was like, he wanted to go to like a bigger club or whatever. Then he just rotted on the bench at Chelsea for like three seasons. Yeah, he could have been a star at Everton. He I really mean, he, he already been. was, but yeah, he could have stayed. You know, a Premier League staple for them. 
But, he definitely you know, could have, but he chose to go to Chelsea, where him and Drinkwater were just paid. chilling on the bench, making like a hundred and hundred fifty grand a week, and just doing fuck all on the pitch. So you know what? I don't think... Maybe we're the losers. Maybe we are the ones that are the fools here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I wish I was making that much money. Yeah. I, fuck yeah. I wish I was too, just to be sitting on the bench and watching Chelsea lose. But <laughs> next, though, Everton versus Brighton. This is a game. A lot of blue colored jerseys in these first in these first couple of games. A lot of blue yeah, actually, blue teams. Yeah. But Everton and Brighton are next. This game, I I think Everton might get trapped here because Brighton have looked really good. But at the same time, Richarlison is hurt as well. I just remember that I, he might not play, and that might change the outcome a little bit. But I do still think Everton are going to win though. And I, I I actually think this is going to be a goal fest. I think this is going to be like three to two. It could be, yeah. I, I think I think Everton will win, but I also in the back of my head like I'm thinking, ooh, I don't know. Brighton's l- looking really good. I this could be a draw. Yeah, it, it honestly it, really could be. It depends. Yeah, if if Richarlison's not playing, that's a big blow for Everton. Now they have you know now they have other players, mm-hmm. but at the same time he's still one of their best. And then Brighton is just they've just looked really good. I mean Mope is looking great. I mean we say it, we've said it each week so far but you yeah. know brighton is is a huge surprise this season they really have I'm, I'm all here for it you know yeah, they, they all have here been... for those teams these this is actually a game of probably the two biggest surprises of the season i would say so far like everton and brighton yeah, brighton have that's power. true yeah brighton look like they might emerge into a top 10 squad and everton look like they might emerge into a top six squad kind of like out of nowhere so yeah. well i wouldn't say out of nowhere but like whenever you came into the season i would i would have well, i think i pinned everton like seventh or eighth i think they, they have an fringe. entirely new midfield yeah i mean <laughs> And it's actually good. <laughs> yeah, really, really, really good. They've and I think they signed like a center back as well from Norwich today, um, for oh, like twenty five mil. But I think I he's, didn't see I, th- that. I think he's, I, I think he's a young center back, and I think he's more for depth. I don't think he's going to start. But they just keep on making really good signings. Of course, twenty five mil for a championship center back is still kind of a lot of that's, money. But that's a lot. That is yeah. the market that we live in though today. So like we can't. I mean, like honestly. It, I don't know what the fuck some players are going to go for at this point just because of how fucked up the market is. So if that's how much a championship, uh, a promising championship center back is now, I guess that's just, that's just what the price is. So, but yeah, yeah. Brian's front three have looked really good this whole season. Like we've said, Connolly, Mope and Trossard have looked, they've all looked in form. They all play really well with one another. They, I don't know, man. I want to say, I like, my head is like Everton will probably win, but my heart, my Liverpool heart is like Brighton could beat them, but I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think I'm gonna go with the smart bit here, and I think Everton are gonna win. No, but Everton, Everton should win, but mm-hmm. Brighton's gonna give them a hell of a fucking game. Yeah, this is this is very true. Now Everton also, a lot of people are saying that they have played really really well this season, including us. But we do have to factor in that their schedule so far to start the season has not been amazing, like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Spurs in the, though, in the start I, of the season was not very good. They they were not what Spurs have been. They looked like shit the first game. And then West Brom is West Brom, and then Crystal Palace is but solid. But you know, it doesn't matter what the schedule is. This is a game of confidence, and yeah. no matter who you're playing, you have to play whatever's in front of you. Absolutely. And if, you're, if you're hot, if you're on form, if you're you can, hot. You're you hot. can beat any. You can beat anybody. You're hot. I mean, seriously. You're hot. You're hot, you're hot. And Everton have been hot. Hot as fuck. Yes, hot, hot, hot. Speaking of hot, though. Hot. Leeds and City. This game is going to be nuts. 
It's gonna be a, this game's I, gonna be. I mean, this game's going to be ridiculous. Dude. A lot of goals. I think City are gonna win four to three, one hundred percent. I yeah. think this is gonna be a a I repeat mean, of the Le- of the Leeds, Leeds and Liverpool game. Leeds Leeds and four three results go hand in hand. I, dude, it's they see. I I almost wanted to pick Leeds to maybe get a point out of this, but Jack Harrison can't play because he's a, a City loan, so he can't oh, play against true. City in the yeah. league. So he's not playing, which definitely hurts them on offense because he's very dangerous. Yeah. So that, I think that's going to take a lot of their power, like their offense from the left, out of the game. But still, they have a shit ton of offense everywhere else. They are going to bag goals against City because one center back signing Ruben Diaz is not going to change this team into being just like a clean sheet machine. It just isn't. And we don't really know how he's going to perform at the Prem. I'm assuming he's going to start because I think he played in the – Carabao Cup fixture. Yeah, the they didn't Cup. buy him to not start him. Exactly. With Laporte's as, with Laporte especially injured. for yeah, seventy no. mil. See, is Laporte gonna play though? Is he healthy to play? I don't I don't know. I don't think he is. I mean he might be, but if he's not, it's definitely gonna be a back line of, of or, or center back pairing of, of Ruben Diaz and Ake. But. Yeah, for sure. And their fullbacks also have not looked very well either and <laughs> well Mendy's a fucking walking liability. Yeah, he is he is a head case. You don't know what that guy's gonna do game to game there's some games where he looks really good and some games like it's yeah. less that we're like what the fuck is many doing you know what i mean so but this game regardless there's going to be goals out the ass in this fucking game this game is going to be nuts i do have city winning but again just like with everton brighton though it would not shock me if Leeds just come out of nowhere score yeah. three or four goals and then just be like yep yeah that's definitely happen. three points baby Yep. It could definitely happen. That's, cause, I mean, that's the Premier League. That is the Prem. Especially this season. Because this season has had so many just fucking insane oh, games. Yeah. Where you don't well, know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. Like, the, the whole atmosphere is different. With no fans. Just no, like, really short preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Um, But what can't happen in Newcastle and Burnley is a good game. <laughs> this game's gonna suck at this is gonna be a repeat of uh i guarantee i actually have this down as a complete repeat of southampton and burnley. and burnley yeah i think newcastle <laughs> are gonna score from like a fucking callum wilson header within 10 minutes and then it's gonna end one nil with newcastle winning 100 percent. or or in like the 87th minute yeah 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 and then 87th minute fucking <laughs> corner header callum wilson oh God absolutely that's absolutely gonna break, what's gonna happen gonna break the hearts of anybody who took the draw on that like ugh yeah, this game's gonna fucking blow. I, 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 I said last week I think Burnley might get relegated. And I mean, Harry Wilson did not play very well in the cup game today for Liverpool, so he might be gone. If Burnley can get him, they'll be in a better place. But right now, pfft, that that team is so boring to watch offensively. Yeah. It sucks. No, Sorry if you're a Burnley fan, but just I mean, let's just be honest. Sean Dyche is not known for being an offensive masterclass coach. He just isn't. He just, yeah. that's not what he's really known for. And I don't think it's going to show. Even though Newcastle don't really have that great of a back line, to be fair. Their back line's kind of suspect, for sure. But I do think that they're going to win. Yeah, no, for sure. Barely. They, they have they have too much. They really leads. do. Uh, and, I mean, Newcastle, though, they have not looked exceptional to start the season, that's for sure. They have not looked very good. They did sign a couple of people, which I would have assumed would have definitely um, helped them, and it, and it has. But still, though, against like Spurs, they definitely should have not gotten a point out of that. And I think they got blown off the pitch by Brighton like three 0 or something like that, which is like that's not that's not great. 
that's not great, but I do think they're going to win because I just don't trust Burnley at the moment. They're not yeah, playing I mean, very well. They need, I mean, like their defense is strong, but that's just because that's how they play. Mm-hmm. They they need that creative spark, and I, if it's not mm-hmm. Harry Wilson, it's got to be it's got to be something like that. It's got to be and, either him or Dwight McNeil. Dwight, yeah, they they're well. like putting all their eggs in the driving McNeil basket because he's super young, he has a ton of potential. I actually love getting him in FIFA, in career modes because he just he has a shit he has just a shit ton of potential. Yeah. But if 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 that's what you're doing though this season, you're going to be in trouble because if you're putting all your eggs in this basket of a twenty year old, I, I mean like like so many people say that like you 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 have to give youngsters game time, you have to give youngsters a bunch of play time, and that's not always the case, especially putting all this stress on him to be a like a main part of their offense because he takes all the free kicks i'm pretty sure at least most of them he's he either they trust him for set pieces they trust him for that creativity and that's a whole lot of trust for a 20 year old with not a ton of prime experience yeah i i my take on it is they're getting left behind burnley is getting left behind mm-hmm. by for from all the other teams like them mm-hmm. the, the brightons yeah. you know the we said this the last Leeds. week on the pod too like that yeah, kind of like just, 12th through 15th has gotten so much better while yeah, Burnley have gotten arguably worse. The same. Well, no, 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 no. I would say the same. It's just the other the other mid-table to, to lower table teams are getting mm-hmm. ahead of them. Yeah. And before we know it, we're going to see Burnley really slip down and eventually mm-hmm. they might get relegated yeah. if they don't do what all the other teams around them are doing yeah. and get those creative sparks. You look at Brighton with Lamptey. You look at Leeds with all their players mm-hmm. that they had in the championship Villa and they comfortably with, with won the championship. Now they have strikers and actually they, they've made good signings. Like Newcastle have brought in a lot of good signings as well. Yeah. Like Crystal Palace yeah. are just, they're, they're just playing better. Like all these teams are either playing better because their team has, has just gotten better or they've made signings to make themselves a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, like, you can only feed feed off of, like, teams that are, like, hammered down to get relegated, like Fulham and West Brom, so much. That that game against Southampton as well is going to be a big tell in who gets relegated because I think both of those teams are hovering around, like, the 15th to 17th area. Because yeah. Southampton, it's either Danny carries them or they struggle. And with Burnley, it's either they keep a clean sheet or they struggle. So one of those, one of those dams has to break at some point. And yeah. I, I think the game last week might be a, a big tell at the end of the season because if, if Burnley get relegated by two points, then shit, all they had to do was just win that game against Southampton, then they would have been fine. But you could look at that for all. all well, they're probably going to draw a lot of games, so they, they'll probably yeah. think, oh, we should have won a lot of those games, mm-hmm. but we sat back and took the point. Yeah, that's that's just the Sean Deitch way, though. But moving on, though, because I, I think those are all the Saturdays games. The rest of them are all Sundays. There are no Monday games, which is going to be – Thank God. Going to be good. I can actually watch all the games. I know, right? Because, man, I, I had to work whenever the Liverpool-Arsenal game was on, and I was just, like, struggling. Like, I would take, like, a bathroom break just for f- just, like, 15 minutes, just <laughs> chill in the bathroom and watch. Sh- yeah. 15-minute shit. Uh, I came out, and you know, there's one of my managers. I was like, whoo, don't go in there. And then in reality, I was just sitting on the toilet for 15 minutes. Like, I, <laughs> I literally, like, I was just chilling in the bathroom watching the game. But moving on, though, to a team at the top of the table, Leicester. Against West Ham, coming off of a huge win against Wolves last last week, but I think this week is going to be a coming back to earth moment for West Ham and West Ham fans. I think yes, Leicester are going to kill them. Yeah, it'll be bad. Yeah, I I agree. I I think the Madison's going to start this game too because I think I'm, he's. Fit. I'm, I'm calling I'm calling a five five nil. 
five nil i have yeah. down three nil yeah. but i'm calling five nil i think five. jamie vardy's hot and when jamie vardy's hot mm-hmm. he is on fire yeah. whatever jamie vardy is on fire that whole team is on fire too because the whole team kind of like plays around his energy and if jamie vardy's killing it that whole team is killing it and yeah, if no, he's kind of no, no. off it a little bit then that whole team might be a little off the, this is going to be a blowout i mean a west ham yeah they came off a big win but it's it's West Ham. Yeah. Let's be perfect. It is honest. it is West Ham. It's West Ham. It's West Ham. And they they are just gonna get outplayed. It's it's I'm I'm calling five nothing and seventy five percent possession for Leicester. It's it's <laughs> gonna be ridiculous. Surprise me. That won't surprise me. Leicester, man, Leicester Leicester might be the like the second or third best run team in the entire Premier League. Like I, yeah. I think that we're the best run team, obviously, because I'm biased and because of how we've you know, grown over the last couple of years. The Leicester are up there, man. Every single time they lose a player, they replace them immediately with a player yeah. that is just as good, if not better. So and it's like every fucking time they make a big sell for Chilwell or for like fucking Maguire um, or somebody, or like Riyad Mahrez and Conte, like they never really drop off, even though they, they sell like their best players. It's, it's well, insane. The other thing is they out of nowhere they win the premier league you know you think like how did they do that all their players are going to get sold and some did Mm -hmm. you know your conte and your your mares but they they kept the core group and they stayed where they were Mm -hmm. they didn't drop off they didn't sell all their players and drop down they're still they're still fighting for top four every season Mm -hmm. and they're still a huge threat to the other top teams which which is crazy to think about where you know even eight years ago you know, the casual fan might not like might have never even heard of Leicester City. Yeah, definitely. They like, was it was up to that point. And I remember the year after they won the Premier League, I think they finished like eleventh or something like that. But I think they went to like the round of sixteen of the Champions League. Yeah, they got so, really they they went really deep in the yeah, Champions so League. Yeah, so that for, gave them for a team like that. Yeah, so that gave them a lot of money as well for going deep into the Champions League. And they used that money from the Champions League yep. and the Premier League finishes too deep in the squad. And yep. they kind of focus on the Champions League rather than focusing on the league. So they went deeper in there. They kind of like became kind of like known in Europe. Like, hey, listen, this team is not going back down. This this may have been a one season kind of crazy event, but we're going to capitalize on this. And they but have hey, they, they capitalized uh, at almost perfectly. And it put yeah yeah you're right. It put their name mm-hmm. into other in, into other leagues really in Europe so that they were able to attract players like yeah. Tilamon. Exactly. Like, that's exactly which was what huge. it did. That, that's incredible that they were able to sign him. Yeah. I think it was only like 30 mil or something like he was that. Like, he was like 40, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> but, Damn. But I, that's a good buy, though. Still, I mean, though. He's so young. Because, but he's so but young. still, though, they sold drink water and pretty much used all the drink water money to get your Tilamons. So I, I would yeah. say that's a pretty good swap. Yeah. At least, at and least then, to And then me. they have Indeedy, too, which is insane. Yeah, Indeedy. Madison, Madison in, obviously. Indeedy's like a top three DM in the, in the league. He's oh, for sure. stupid. He's so good. He's a tackle machine, man. Ta- absolute yeah. tackle machine. But you are right, though. They didn't sell Vardy because I feel like they. Oh, he's a he's a club legend. Yeah, they, he and, probably wouldn't want to leave. Yeah, and also he was. I think he was like twenty. He was what twenty eight whenever they won the pram. So I, he probably wouldn't yeah, have committed like 20, too much. Too much. He's like twenty seven because he's that was what five years ago and now he's thirty two. Yeah, I mean the Arsenal like were really in for him. But uh, he didn't. I don't better. think he. I don't think no. I don't think he wanted to go. Yeah, I yeah yeah I, yeah. I do too. It was it was probably a combination of both. Like they were like, 
whatever we sell him for is not worth it. Plus, he doesn't really want to leave, so it just it just didn't make sense yeah. for the club to sell him. It made sense yeah. for the club to sell other players. Like Rian Mars was like what sixty million pounds or some shit. Like yeah, he was he was sixty. He was re- that's for Leicester City selling a fucking oh, player for sixty million pounds is stupid. Oh, it's it's enormous. But I mean, like you, but like you're saying though, they did they did keep their spine. They also they didn't sell Schmeichel, and I've gone on the record multiple times. I I think Schmeichel is the second best keeper in the Premier League right now. I rate the fuck out of Casper Schmeichel. I think Casper Schmeichel. I wouldn't is say really second good. best. But I, I he's, he's very good. Yeah. He, I yeah I rate him a lot higher than most people do, but I mean you I would I would completely disagree with you if you don't say that he's top five at least. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll go top five. Yeah, but I I rate I rate the fuck out of Casper Schmeichel. Like I really do. And yeah, no, they he's kept a very him. good keeper. He's he's he is I think he's pretty young too. I don't think he's super old. I think he's around like twenty seven, twenty eight maybe. I don't think he's crazy think he's old. Little well, yeah, he might be twenty eight. I'm not sure. Actually. But like for a goalkeeper, that's not really that old though, because goalkeepers can oh, play no, well until not. like their mid thirties oh and be really yeah no he's gonna have another 10 years yeah definitely so like they kept him they kept vardy and they kept play like kept players like mcguire until they didn't need him anymore so, i was gonna say yeah they didn't well after the title winning season they didn't have, they didn't have mcguire yet he was still at oh Hull. they didn't no no, no he was still at oh. Hull. they bought him from hole for like I nothing oh, i thought he joined for the title winning season no no oh. no they were they were running uh they were running uh christian uh Fuchs or whatever, and Wes Morgan. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember Wes Morgan. Who, no, wait, no, it wasn't Christian Fuchs. I forget who the other yeah, center back Fuchs was. Yeah, Fuchs was left back. Yeah, he was the left back. That's what, that's I what it was. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't remember who. The, it wasn't Johnny I Evans, was it? I don't think. No, don't no, think no they, they didn't have Johnny yet. Evans. Johnny Evans is still at West Brom. Yeah, um, I don't. I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't remember. To be I can literally picture him. Yeah. I well, him. Is, I can't think he, of his is name. Is he English? Because if he's English, he looks like every other fucking English person that's ever played for Leicester. They all look the same. Hold on, this is bothering me. Um, <laughs> You're gonna look it up, but yeah. Regardless, even with Maguire, they didn't keep him longer than when they needed him for. They saw a good backup in Sonyoku or like a good player to fill in. They got fucking eighty mil for him, and they replaced him with a player that's arguably just as good, or at least was whenever, whenever he was um, replacing him. Yeah. And I mean, like Leicester, they sell their players for great prices. They don't fucking, they don't, they, I don't think they've really, I guess Conte, they only sold Conte for like 30 mil, but they sold Conte before like the Neymar transfer happened and then that just fucking changed football forever. That's also true. And Oh, also, I remember Robert Huth. Ah, uh, yeah, Couldn't the think German of his name. I could, I could literally picture him. But the old German boy. Yeah. Old, old Huth. Man, yeah. Is he German? Wasn't there back lane like, th- like, because, because Huth was old too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, he was a little older. <laughs> I think their back line was both like players like 31, 32 or some shit like that. Wes Morgan. Yeah, old Wes Morgan. Wes good Morgan. old. Good, good for Wes Morgan, though. I was happy for I mean, that was crazy. Because that was like one of the first seasons I really got into watching the Premier League for like the entire season. Yeah. And I was I was like, this is not what I was told was going to happen. I was told they were going to get relegated. What the fuck do these Yeah, I. Well, no. So I was in London. I was in London for the first half of that season, yeah. and and that was crazy because like Leicester were. Yeah, you're right. That we were told like it was kind of on paper that like oh Leicester is going to be in a relegation battle, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like week by week they're looking real good. Ja- this Jamie Vardy guy, like who the fuck is he? This <laughs> Riyad Mahrez player, like who the fuck is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think both of them on FIFA had like cards in like the high sixties or some shit. <laughs> Uh, it's probably low seventies, but, but yeah, it was around there. But it was it was funny too because like 
they both ended the season with like informed like 90 overall cards or some shit. Oh, it yeah. It was fucking yeah. hilarious. But yeah, man, Lester. Kudos and to Lester. West Ham. Kudos we to didn't West talk Ham. about We didn't talk, talk much about fuck? West Ham. I mean, like, West Ham are going to get. I what mean, are we supposed to talk they're about? They're going to get their ass kicked because Lester are an exceptional team. They are an exceptional sorry, team. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, sorry, Brian. But like, we just. I, I really wanted to just tip my hat to Lester because I, cause like, I don't really see a lot of people talking about just how good of a fucking job that they have done over the last five years after their oh yeah Premier League title. Like yeah. they have their successes have really been swept under the rug and their management have been swept under the rug. Like they're just not talked about in the same level that Liverpool and City and like Arsenal and Chelsea are. Their board's right up there, if not better than at least a couple of them. So yeah. shout out to Leicester, they're gonna win though. Um moving on though, Southampton and West Brom. This game has the potential to either be incredible or awful. There it's is gonna no be in between. Awful. Probably. It's gonna be awful. Probably. Or this game could could or this game could be like three three with like Inks getting a hat trick and some or and West Brom scoring like three goals. It could happen. I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it too. I doubt it too. But I'm I'm saying it could happen. Not that it will, but it has a chance. It definitely has a chance. Well, I'm definitely going for a draw. Me too. I have this game down to draw. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether that will be a three-three, a one-one, or, or a nil-nil. But it's gonna, it's going to be a draw. <laughs> those no way those are the only three results that will happen from this game. I ref- if yeah. if it happens any other way, I would just refuse to believe that it happens because there's just no way that these teams don't draw somehow. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. Um, both of these teams. This, this is actually another game like Southampton with uh, Burnley. This this game, I think West Brom are nailed down to get relegated regardless. But if somehow that they don't and they win this game, this might be one of the games that will define their season. Yeah, and and on the flip side, I think Southampton is. I mean, I could see them getting relegated. I could too because they haven't been playing well. I their mean, Danny Ings not has. very good, and their their center backs specifically have been looking very suspect. Yeah. I actually have a question for you. Mm-hmm. If Southampton get relegated, how much does how much does do they sell Danny Ings for? How much does he go for? He's 28. Man, I don't know. I think 30. I think I'm in the current 30. market, if he it it depends on the season that he has though. Just let's just say hypothetically he scores like around 20 goals again. Cuz yeah. he can do that. I mean, he could. Yeah. I think they could season. get like a I think they could get in the 40s for him. If, 40s, if yeah. Ake goes for 40, Danny Ings might reach 50 if somebody's really desperate. Well, they might. Yeah. If if there's an extremely desperate team for if a really Joel good starting striker. If Joel Linton goes for 40. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, there's no way that Danny Ings is going to cost less than Joel Linton. I absolutely refuse to believe <laughs> that. If so, that Newcastle would... need to just get relegated to League 2 immediately for how shitty yeah, they, they are. Yeah, they just need to skip a t- They just need to skip a skip. They a t- need to go down to non-league football and play like hashtag United like every other week. Hashtag that is United. bullshit if Danny Ings costs less than Joel Linton. That is yeah, stupid. Who would buy would him, insane. though? Um, you know what? Lester. I mean, maybe Lester maybe, might maybe buy a Lester City. I was going to say a Lester City could <laughs> buy him. Sounds like he would fit perfectly. Dude, imagine fucking Vardy and Ings up front. That is, yeah, those motherfuckers are fast. That's a yeah, fast I mean, they duo. Could, they could they could offload Ian Nacho, mm-hmm. get Danny Ings, and as Vardy's getting older, they could you know incorporate Ings more in. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and Ings is twenty eight, but still, he he would definitely do a very good job yeah. for them. Definitely, man. Just man, that would be. That'd be crazy, but yeah, I could definitely see a team like Leicester paying for him if they can offload 
Ianacho, which yeah, I mean Ianacho, they're only gonna get fifteen to yeah, twenty four. I really, I, if that, if that, if that, yeah, if that, honestly. But like, I could see like other teams maybe going in for him, like around that French top six area, or like maybe like yeah. top ten. Like Crystal Palace could deal with him so bad right now. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, Crystal, I don't know if he'd want to go to Crystal Palace. I don't know, man. Playing with Zaha maybe. on the left and like being like if the Zaha focal stays. point of an offense, <laughs> whew, with like, with like a midfield that actually is okay you know <laughs> it's actually not yeah. awful i don't know but i mean the crystal palace could so use him right now this season though that would be yeah. incredible but yeah I, yeah if if he if they get relegated and they sell him for less than what joe linton went for i'm gonna lose my mind because yeah, that, that would is be insane. ridiculous yeah but no this game i it's gonna be a draw i i just can't see anything else mm-hmm. I, west brom looked real good against chelsea for the first half but then you saw what happened in the second half, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a three-three draw. And I, I don't know if I see the exact same thing happening, but I just I don't think either of these teams are good enough to beat to beat the other. N- yeah, <laughs> like, when you put it that way, it actually does make sense completely. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't I don't see it. I, I don't I don't see a clear winner. <laughs> <laughs> they just both kind of. Oh, suck. that's a perfect way to put it. But n- neither one of these teams are good enough to beat the other team. <laughs> Oh, uh, that on is on paper. Anything can happen. That is on paper. That is such a perfect description of what this game is going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be a one-one draw. But moving yeah. on though to Arsenal against Sheffield, I think Arsenal are going to thoroughly beat Sheffield. I have this game down as like two yeah. 0 Arsenal over Sheffield. Sheffield's offense. Yeah, the way the way Sheffield's been playing. Yeah, their offense yeah. is really bruised up. They they don't really all their strikers are injured, and their defense is also I believe injured. Um, but that one guy's coming back. Who's that one guy who was on the record? John John Egan. Yeah, Egan. I was gonna take f- Egan. He's on my fucking fantasy team that killed me last last week. <laughs> but um, Arsenal, Arsenal, or they played meh against us. They definitely they definitely played like a Burnley s game where they just sat in the back and played to the back and then just. <laughs> and the only goal they got was from Hobbit a goddamn you. Robertson mistake. Yeah. So, but I do think that Arsenal will will kind of like stab it up and be like, listen. We played Liverpool last week, but we can't really get too down on that. And they're gonna have a, I guess, like a morale boosting win against Sheffield because I, I do think they're gonna thoroughly beat Sheffield. I really. Do. Yeah, I see. I see three nil. Yeah, I have this game down as two nil, but I could definitely see it be three yeah. nil. For yeah, I don't think Sheffield for will sure. score. Sheffield is also a team that might be in the relegation battle at least early on, which, I feel, which is crazy. I know, think. right? It's it's absolutely insane. I I feel like whenever they're back at full strength, though, they sh- they will be okay. But right now. It's not looking pretty. They haven't scored a goal yeah. yet this season. Yeah, that is just crazy. It's been three games. They haven't even scored one goal. Like that's not good. <laughs> that is very that's, bad. I mean, that that screams relegation. Yeah, it really does. It's early days, but you know. And if <laughs> and if both of our predictions are correct, they they will be four games without scoring a single goal. So yep. I don't know, man. I don't know. Sheffield not looking very good so far, but of course they are hurt. It's, so I think it they'll... sucks though because they have they have a great team. Yeah, they for, really do. For for what they are, they have an incredible team. Mm-hmm. What they did last season, I mean, it can't be understated. And then, and then they were able to attract Sander Burge, like that, a very young top talent out of I yeah out of Germany. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's insane. Like, and they're just gonna not play well this season now. Like, come on. Yeah, keep I don't it, see it. it. They are they're missing the shit out of Henderson too, because Henderson was well. Yeah, that's true. That, that was a lot. That 
that was a lot of their success last year. Yeah, having but, having one of the leagues, honestly, like one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Like Henderson was yeah. excited. I don't know why he hasn't started a game for United yet this season. I really don't. Because De Gea has not looked very good. It's because it's Manchester United. That's why. Yeah, it's, that's always that. That is a good point. I was actually. I was, they don't. We'll get to United they, though. They overuse their terrible, expensive players, and they grossly underuse their really good players, like fucking Mason Greenwood and now Dean Henderson. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Ben Beek as well. <laughs> they just are not well, using enough of. Well, yeah, that's early days, but yeah. early days. But like last season, Greenwood should have been starting every game. Yeah, honestly, he was on form. And like it, it, in the it form he sense. was in, he should have been starting every single game, mm-hmm. and he should be starting every game this season. Yeah, like it's insane. I I don't know and. Just yeah, and now Dean Henderson, like he—he's clearly, yeah. De Gea is probably just experience-wise. De Gea is probably a better goalkeeper. Yeah, for sure. But if you if you want Henderson to be your goalkeeper for the next fifteen years, fucking play him now. Because mm-hmm. he like, might get tired it, of it. He might he, he might insane. say that he's better, yeah. and he might cause up a fuss on the bench, and then you might be forced to sell him because he might get mad at the club and not want to play for you anymore. I yeah. We'll get to United, though. We'll definitely get to United. But, yeah, I think Arsenal going to win this game. But moving on, though, Wolves-Fulham. Now, this game has potential to be quite a few goals. Because yes. Wolves know how to score, and also Fulham know how to score. Uh, as long as Fulham don't go down 3-0 within, like, fucking 30 minutes like they did against Villa, they'll probably put up a couple goals. But I do think Wolves are going to win, though. I think this no, is going to Fulham... be a Wolves back-to-form game. Yeah, no, this will be this will be a th- uh, 3-1. Mm-hmm. Wolves... Fulham don't know how to score. They know how to put the ball in the box to Mitrovic, mm-hmm. and he knows how to score. Yeah. Fulham as a it, team don't know how to score. Mitrovic as a player knows how to score, but Fulham as a team yeah. don't know how to score. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be three one Wolves, and and Mitrovic is gonna score. Yeah, one. he's either gonna cool. score like a goal from a from a header, or they're gonna get a penalty and he's gonna score. Yeah, that's yeah. It's because it's, it's either him or nobody for Fulham, and that's pretty much like we've been preaching it all season. That's kind of not a good idea. You kind of can't put all your eggs in one basket. It's kind of like the Dwight McNeil thing. You can't really just put your eggs in, into the Mitrovic basket and hope that you're going to stay up in the Premier League because your defense is awful. Yeah, I mean, at least they're not spending like 120 million pounds again. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was so bad, and they went immediately that down. That was so depressing. Yeah. It, it was because like it they was. signed because they had so many like interesting signings, and then they pff, right back down. John Michael Sari, fucking Andre Sherla. That was John insane. That was insane. Yeah, I don't even know where the fuck he is now. I have no idea. I if you if you pointed a gun to my head and asked me where he's playing right now, I would just I I would pull the trigger for you because I wouldn't. There's just <laughs> not a chance in the world that I'd be able to tell you. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but we're gonna get to United right here, right now, though. There's but this I, might be the best game. This might be just because of like the quality, most evenly matched in in yeah, the science. quality. Um, I think Spurs are gonna win though. I have Spurs winning two to one. I think Spurs are going to beat United. United are not on very good form, and Spurs might be looking to redeem themselves after the Newcastle game. Um, yeah, I I have Tottenham winning this, and I'll get to it in my betting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason, but I also think I I think they'll 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 snag this one. Yeah, I do too. United, I I think United is really lucky after last weekend yeah. and Tottenham <laughs> are really and Tottenham are really fucking Unlucky. pissed. They're really fucking pissed. So yeah. they're going to come out like fucking guns blazing. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh though Sun, I don't think Sun's going to play, which definitely hurts them. Wow. Yeah, that but does hurt. But I would assume Bergwijn would play on, on the left wing instead. Yeah. Bergwijn is and more than serviceable off the bench. More than serviceable. So He'll he'll yeah he'll be running it 
whoever they play at right back, it should be Juan Bissaka, but knowing fucking Ollie, it, it's just, I don't know who the fuck's going to play at right back for them. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. Um, I, I, I do think this game has potential to be like a 2-2 draw, though. I really do. Oh yeah, of course. I it, there's definitely going to be goals mm-hmm. for sure, but I I don't I don't know. I I think Spurs will find a way. Spurs will find a way. That's it's not very Spurs like for them to just find a way to win a game against United. But yeah, hey. but it's it's United. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a fucking un, it's it's an unstoppable force versus an unmovable it's United. object. It's Literally, United Don- and it's Spurs. Donnie Van de Beek and Mason Greenwood are both going to start on the bench and come on in like the 80th minute, yeah, like, like the 83rd and that's minute everything when you, down That's everything. Nil. That's everything wrong with them. <laughs> like, but I was listening to the kickoff though, and I actually really enjoyed the kickoff podcast. They were talking about like we as we we as fans of Liverpool. I don't really want to see Ollie go because I would love to just have him stay around and have United just not be very nice. good. Yeah, it it's, it is nice. All 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 United have to do. It's just beat City. Just beat City at least once a year. All they keep his job, hundred percent. And then like True. nothing will ever be, nothing will ever be, up, no, nothing will ever go wrong. United can just laugh in the in the face of all the City fans. Be like, ha, we beat you again, ball fraud, whatever. And people will just forget how Ollie is just always mismanages the squad. He's not a good manager. <laughs> doesn't really have good tactics. Is terrible, terrible at team selection. Awful at team selection can't he yeah. can't seem to fucking find suitors for his bad players even though they're bad and he, he he would rather play guys like lingard than sell him for like 25 million pounds which makes no sense to me but whatever it, it's, when, when and when he does find suitors or just manchester united in general when they do find suitors for their players they don't want they play better away from yeah. them it's weird how Lukaku, that really alexis sanchez chris smalling it's insane yeah weird weird how that happens but i do think spurs yeah. are gonna win though i yeah it, no for sure but but again, I it would not surprise me if Spurs Spurs did and lost this game to sure. another 90th minute handball penalty. Wouldn't surprise me. But we're gonna finish off the weeks game or the weekend's games with Liverpool and Aston Villa. Our teams. It feels like Liverpool have played like the last game of the week, the last three weeks. Yeah, it's weird. It feels de- well. It was just last week in this. Yeah, week, no, but, but it if it feels weird. It feels it feels very weird. But whatever. I of course we have we both of us have Liverpool winning. It is Aston Villa well, have looked very good this year, but I do think we're going to win pretty comfortably against them. Yeah, I think we'll wet in one or two, but yeah, we'll score I, I have us winning five. two to one, but a, but a convincing two to one. Yeah, I can see a three one. Yeah, I I can I can absolutely see that as well. But Villa Villa have looked very good this season. I don't think that they're going to go down at all. I think they're going to stay up. I think they're going to manage to stay up again. They'll be comfortably up. Yeah, I think they'll be comfortably. I, I think up. they'll finish with Martinez. Yeah, twelfth to fifteenth ish. I think is where they're going to finish. Um. But last year, though, last year at Villa Park, they played us very well, and it took it took until that incredible Mane header to win. But they played us really good last year. But I do think this team is a little bit different at the start of this season than we were at the start of last season. I think yeah. Is, now they have seems a little hungry. They have Barkley. They have Barkley uh, coming in. I, I well, I don't think he'll play, but he. I mean, he might. But that'll that'll give their midfield a, a little bit different mm-hmm. level. I mean, he, he's played at the top level when he's been called on by Chelsea. But now that he's at Villa, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna come in and be one of the best midfielders for them already. Yeah, I yeah I don't so I, that's, I don't see how he's not then, gonna start. And then getting a really good goalkeeper in in Martinez, I, I just and Tyron Mings has looked good mm-hmm. so far. I. I it's going to be a tough game. I, I think Mane and Salah are really on form. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I think it's going to be a little too much for Villa, but they kind of have to go into this expecting the worst. Yeah, they really do. Mings versus Van Dijk might be the battle of the two biggest center backs in the league, by the way. Those two motherfuckers are yeah. giants. Yeah, Ming, Mings is a giant. Watching those two in, in crosses and corners is going to be very entertaining because they're both about the same size. Because they're both Oh, yeah, they'll, both yeah they'll be marking each other. They'll definitely be marking it's each other. It's going to be really entertaining to see that, but... Yeah, like you said, though, our wingers are on complete form. Our fullbacks are on crazy form. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't see how, based off of their form, that we lose this game. I I can see it being close, but I don't see how how we lose this game at all. Especially considering yeah, how we no. played against Arsenal. Like the team looked exceptional, except for the one error from Robertson. The team looked really good. The oh yeah, uh, center back pairing looks good again. Gomez is back. He's healthy. He's looking like he's fit. He's on form. Fabinho then can play at CDM, not playing at center back. Uh, I I believe Henderson's still going to be out, which kind of sucks. And Thiago unfortunately has the coronavirus. Hopefully, hopefully he gets yeah. he gets healthy and back for Get Everton. Well that's 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 going to be important. Which he should be back for then. Um, yeah. But I yeah I I think the team is firing. I think the bench is better. The bench is definitely the best it's been in a long time for us. Oh yeah, with Diogo Jota looked um. I'll say he looked really good in the League Cup game today, mm-hmm. even though even though they lost to Arsenal. Yeah. But the teams are it's it's a League Cup Cup game. The teams were See, very weird. Here's here's but my thing though. I think I think Arteta great. saw that we had Adrian in goal and they had Leno, and he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna put 11 players in the box and then just get the penalties because we'll win on penalties because we have Leno and they have wow. Adrian." <laughs> and what happened? Now Liverpool sucks at penalties. Yeah, we've they, we're just like in England, general. We're it's not, not good at it's penalties. not at, that wasn't even Adrian. I, I mean, Liverpool. Harry Wilson's penalty is. was shocking. That was not a good penalty. Yeah, it was not great. Not great and, at all. And Divock Origi's was even worse. Yeah, man. I love Origi, but it might be time to sell Origi. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I, I, If they sold him for $20 million or whatever, they'd probably get. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. I'd, 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 kind of I'd be, be a little sad. I'd be a little depressed, I'd, yeah, but. Yeah, I'd be a little sentimental, but mm-hmm. yeah. But if they kept him too, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm cool with, with with either honestly. But if they sold him for the right price, would not be mad at all. But yeah, no. But overall for the game, I Liverpool is definitely going to beat Aston Villa. I, I don't have any doubts about that. Hundred percent, because the team has looked very hungry to start the season. It's it's almost like Klopp has nailed nailed in this kind of like motivation where it's like a lot of people are doubting Liverpool to repeat because it's very hard to repeat as champions and. He's kind of like hammered this mentality into the squad, and Liverpool have just looked pissed off to start the season. They just look mad. Yep. They look ready to just to play better than what they did last year and get more points than last year, which would be an incredible feat. The people that are doubting them to win this year are the same people that doubted them to win last mm-hmm. year. Look and how easy that was. Look what happened. But those are going to be all of the weekend's games. The best game of the weekend on paper definitely looks like Leeds and City for sure. That game's going to be that or stupid. no, I mean that'll be I mean that'll be interesting. But I'm I'm calling United Tottenham is the best See, game. I don't think that game will be as entertaining as Leeds and City. All right, because I mean yeah, Leeds and City will definitely be entertaining. Yeah, which is but, which is that's what I go for whenever I say like best is most entertaining. But in terms guess, of in terms yeah. of like importance of the matchup, United and Spurs yeah, is a huge huge matchup. But we're gonna yeah. move on to the UCL group stages those got drawn today the champions league of course liverpool being in it um uh, i think like f- what there's four english teams or five english teams i think there's 
Only four uh, this year. Because it's Chelsea, Never. United, Liverpool, and City. I don't think there's a fifth. No, there's not. But we are going to give just quick reactions to the group and who we think are going to make it out of each group. So we're starting with Group A, which honestly is probably the hardest of all the groups. Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, RB Salzburg, and Lokomotiv Moscow. I think the two teams that are going to make it out of this group are pretty locked in as Bayern and Madrid. Though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Salzburg, yeah. they played us really well last year. They have a ton of youth coming up, like always. They might sneak a, sneak a win against Madrid or Munich and make it close. But I do think Madrid and Munich will make it out of that group. Yeah, I don't think overall, I don't think it'll be close. Yeah, probably not. But I don't know, man. I always like to root with them pesky underdogs, but... <laughs> poor moscow too poor moscow there's also yeah, some wow. other teams in these groups that are just like man they got fucked over but in group b but that's how that's how it works yeah yeah unfortunately but group b real madrid Shakhtar Donetsk, inter milan and borussia mönchengladbach i think i think this is a tough group really yeah. i mean borussia mönchengladbach's a good team Shakhtar Donetsk, I mean, they're, they're all right. I, they, they've always, they're always in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. They always yeah, it's give a challenge. Like, they, they never get out of the group. They're like but... Ukraine, right? And they like always win the league or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this will definitely be Real Madrid and Inter Milan. Yeah, for sure. I, I'd be shocked if either one of them don't make it out of the league. But Munchen Gladbach, though, don't sleep on, don't sleep on the, don't sleep on the pesky Germans. I, I wouldn't. But yeah, no. Group C. Porto, Manchester City, Olympiacos, and Marseille. I think City are definitely making it out of this group. Like, no no question, though. That second team, though, it's going to be between Marseille yeah. and Porto, and that's going to be kind of tough because both of those teams on paper are kind of equal, I would say. I think it depends if if uh, who Marseille buys mm-hmm. and sells. Yeah. Because if, if they sell Depay, I mean, that's that could be huge. Or, or uh, Depay doesn't play OR, for Marseille. Or our... The, oh, he plays for Leon. Yeah, oh my god, I'm Leon. fucking dumb. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I'm so sorry who's, for. Yeah, any, who's the one guy that plays I'm so for sorry Marseille. for any Marseille Marseille fans. Payet, so Payet who plays for Marseille, right? Yes, Payet played for Marseille. I think that's who you're going to Wow, I too. feel dumb. It's okay, man. Okay. I called. I called fucking Martinelli wow. Martinez for like three minutes straight. So you did. You did. You did. We do both that. have yeah. very very occasional slip ups, but. Oh my god. I, think I, don't Marseille, I, I don't know, man. I think Porto might actually make it through. I think Porto might. I could see Porto. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it went Bianco's well, but I, I could see Porto Olympia. for sure. They always have a good was team. Was Olympiacos I mean, a team that knocked out Arsenal last year in the in the in the Europa League? They might. Was that Olympiacos? I feel like I, I know do it was that. whatever uh, Sakimis played for. Whatever team he played for knocked. Yeah, out. that was Olympiacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's man. That's funny. Simicos. Um. Yeah. If I had a bet, though, if you had to put money on Porto or Marseille. Who do you think is going to win? I, I'd go Porto. Yeah, me too. I think Porto. Yeah. But probably by a very close margin. But moving on, though, to yeah. Group D, Liverpool's group, along with Ajax, Atlanta, or Atalanta, and FC Michelin. I can't, I can't pronounce that. I think that's, like, from Denmark or something like that. Poor them. Poor them. This is another, like, poor this team group. Because they have to well, play us, Ajax, and Atalanta. Yeah. Three, three teams that play very fluid very offensive football that are going to beat the shit out of that poor team. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm. I don't have really any fears out, out of this group. Atalanta are a team that play very fluid, but Liverpool usually have a good time against teams like that. 
as well as Ajax. Ajax lost, have lost a lot of players over the last two seasons. If this was Ajax in 17-18 or 18-19, yeah, 18-19, I would have been a little scared of that team. But I, I think we're going to top the group comfortably. And second team, I kind of go, I kind of want to go with Atlanta because I actually really like Atlanta a lot. Um, I'm going Ajax, but Ooh. it's going to be really close yeah. to Atlanta. No, I can. Yeah, that's that's definitely a toss up because. On paper, I would I would put Ajax and Atalanta as two really similar teams, two very close yeah, teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends how you look at it. But I, I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna go Ajax second, mm-hmm. but it'll be close. I'm gonna go it, it'll, it'll come down. Me. It'll come down to the last uh, match week. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna come down to their head to head matchups specifically. It would. Yeah, it will come down to the last match week. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, or the or their head to head. Hundred percent. I completely agree. But Group E. Sevilla, Chelsea, FC Krasnodar, and uh, Stade Rene. I think it's how you pronounce it. Or Ren. Rene. Uh, Sevilla and Chelsea all day. Uh, Ren, Rene might put up a, a fight against a, a, a against them once or once maybe. But I think Chelsea and Sevilla have this knockdown. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no doubt Chelsea, Sevilla yeah. going through. For sure. Yeah. But Group F though, Zenit, uh, where Old Lawford plays now actually. Borussia Dortmund, Lazio, yes, and Club Bruges. Again, I think this is Dortmund and Lazio, hundred percent. Yeah, Zenit's gonna Zenit's gonna ask some questions. But so is Bruges. Bruges is Bruges yeah, not an awful team. You know, you know, who plays goalkeeper for Club Bruges. Simon Mignolet? Mignolet. Yeah, Mignolet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bunch. Yeah, no, Z- Zenit will ask questions, but Dortmund and Lazio. A bunch of former Liverpool players in that in that um, group. Interesting, yeah. as well as Dortmund, Klopp's old team. True. Very interesting. True. And and with Lazio, you have um, uh, what's his face, the oh my god, the oh, midfielder yeah. that's, that's really good now. That, that sucked to Liverpool. Uh, oh my god, oh that's bothering. I can me. see his face, but I I don't know. Yeah, his I name. know. I can't think Damn of his it. name. Fuck. Oh well, let's let's move on though, to the big story of the entire group stage: Messi versus Ronaldo, Juventus and Barcelona. That's going to be so entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Poor the Kiev and poor Fenikaros. I can't pronounce that. Yeah, Fenikaros. Yeah, it's probably not pronounced no. how it's spelled. Yeah, couldn't tell you where they're from. Honestly, I couldn't either. Maybe like Greece. You know, maybe like a Greek team, but then Olympiacos is there, so I have no idea. Um, yeah, poor them and poor Kiev. Juventus and Barcelona are gonna go crazy in this group. They're gonna fuck Absolutely. them up like crazy, and then their games against one another are gonna be entertaining. I, I do think Juventus are the better team compared to the two. At least, uh, it depends right what it it depends what Barcelona do in the transfer market. I mean, they just signed um, Sergio. Another American. So that's yeah, Barca America. Barca America. There's actually two Americans that can break into the first team. There's yeah. Bars. There's uh, Dest, and there's another guy. Who I Conrad at. De La Fuente. Yeah, Conrad. Shot with a K. Yeah, <laughs> Conrad. But yeah, hey, it's it's pretty set in stone who's gonna make that that group. Yeah, and no, finally, Barca. the group of death. PSG, Absolutely. United, Leipzig, and Istanbul. United are going to get fucking destroyed. I don't think they're making it out of the group. I think PSG, PSG and, Leipzig. and Leipzig are making yep. out of the group 100%. At least not yep. with how United are playing recently. Now, the last time United and PSG played, we all know what happened. We, we <laughs> all know bullshit. what happened. But I do think PSG and Leipzig are going to make it out of the group. I think United will probably make it interesting against Leipzig for one of the games. I yeah. I don't I just I don't see how Leipzig and PSG get beaten out of this group. I don't. I really don't. Yeah, no. It I I'm going to go PSG Leipzig. 
and Istanbul, Basak, Sahar. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Man, poor United, though. United got fucked in this group. They got fucked United, so hard. United will get Europa League, so yeah, it can't be too definitely. sad. And they'll, then... they'll get to play on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Not Wednesdays, can't but they cry. will play on Thursdays. They'll go have fun with Arsenal and Spurs. They'll, they'll, yep. go, they'll go enjoy their time with them. But, you know, the big boys <laughs> will stay in the Champions League. Though... They might just add, it depends on it also depends on who they sign to the transfer window. If they make a couple of signings, they might just add a fucking nowhere, like make it out of this group. They might. Maybe. But we'll with see. the current team, I don't think that they will make it out of the group. I think Leipzig is yeah. just too good. Nargelsman might be like the second or third best manager in the world recently. He's he's been tapped up to bandage every fucking top team whenever they have a vacancy. Surprised he's still yeah. at Leipzig, to be honest with you. Actually, he was supposed to play for. He was supposed to manage Bayern, but with fucking Hansi uh, Fleck, has been so good for them. Like they just haven't needed to replace him. So I mean, but but Nagelsmann is so young. Yeah, he is so. He's what like thirty four. Yeah, I think or he's in like his mid to late thirties, which is so young for a manager. Yeah, for, especially he's for him so to be managing young. for like three four years now. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Those are the Champions League group stages, though. Pretty some pretty solid groups, honestly. There's gonna be there's gonna be some entertaining matchups all over the place. It is it's going to be really. It's just I'm just so happy because like this whole week has just been football, 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 football all all over the place. Because there's been League Cup matches, there's been Champions League, there's been like Prem like recaps and everything. There's just been football all over the place, and it just feels so good to get back into the swing of things. You know, there's no no worry about COVID right now stopping stuff. You don't have to worry about it. Everything is back, and it is beautiful. But moving on, though, to JD's personal gambling corner, the best section of the week for those degenerates. Again, JD, please let them know we are not liable for any damage it's caused. Welcome to JD's gambling corner, where every pick is a lock and dreams really do come true. These opinions are solely mine and should not constitute financial advice in any way. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please seek the advice of a gambling addiction hotline. All right, so we're going to get into all the gambling games this weekend. That sounds so weird. The gambling gambling games. games. Rambling, spambling, gambling games, baby. The fuck sounds like a carnival that? game or something. <laughs> gambling Step games. Step all right up all there. Right. Come on, play five bucks, but rambling, gambling, gambling games now. Come on now. He yep. like points at you when you're 16, you have anxiety. He's like, it's like throw throw this ball in, in, into the glass bottle, then you miss by a foot and a half, and then like everyone laughs at you, and then you want to go home and fucking cry. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. Deep root of PTSD just came out of me, but anyway, moving on though. <laughs> all right so this is gonna be kind of my format like it was last week i'm gonna go through my individual games i'm, I'm gonna be betting on that i think you should also bet on uh my prop bets which i actually only have one this weekend oh, and it's an man. over or no no sorry i'm sorry i have two thank god I'm sorry Ooh. i added one i added one what right I before we started wrote it at the bottom and then my my parlay of the week which is very spicy the weekly parlay of the week the weekly parlay of the week yes you're right all right so individual games Tottenham versus Manchester United, which earlier I said is, I think, my, the most interesting game this week. Tottenham money line to win outright, plus 300, which wow. to me is insane. I, I can't believe it's that high. That's pretty yeah, high, yeah. Plus 300 odds. So 10 bucks wins 30. I'm putting 10 on that. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm putting 10 Jesus. on that. Easy. Easy, easy money. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. And then second game for, for just the game result money line. Southampton West Brom draw. I said I said it when we did the preview. I just I can't see anything but a draw. Not neither of these teams are good enough to beat the other team. 
money line draw plus 280 five bucks wins 14 yeah maybe i'll go 10 no. to win here's the thing though. maybe i'll go 10 and maybe i'll go 10 to win 28 but you also said the draw would happen last week with Leeds and Sheffield, and then we saw that happen. And it too. almost, and it almost you know, did. And it should have. Fucking Patrick but it Bamford. Didn't, so, and it should, it should have. I was <laughs> right in my analysis. Patrick Bamford just fucking scored at the, the very fucking end. Fucking Bamford, Bamfy boy. It it was a draw the entire game. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are my individual games. Now I'm gonna do my two prop bets. I have Chelsea versus Brighton, hammering the over at three and a half. Plus 158. I think this will be a goal fest. So plus 158, 10 bucks wins $15.80. I I just think this is a good bet. I I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I said it earlier, Timo Werner. I'm going to keep saying it until he scores. This will be his this will be his weekend, first goal. But then second prop bet, Manchester City leads over four and a half goals. Easy over. So you got to score at least five. Easy over. Uh, I forget what... I didn't write down what the odds were, but I know I wrote down five bucks to win 11. So mm-hmm. I forget what that means. I, I, I can't do quick maths. Plus 250. Can't no, do quick I don't maths. Think it's, no, I think it's like 220. Yeah, I think it's 220. I don't know. Whatever. It was good odds. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I do remember seeing it was 220. Yeah. But five to win 11. I think that's 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 a fair. I, I think, I think yeah. that's a good bet. Decent. I think it's a good bet. It's a good bet. But good bet. now we're going to come to my weekly parlay of the week. And it's a spicy one. Seven legs. So that's seven. And they're all money lines. So this is seven of the ten games. Just bear with me on this. I got Chelsea beating Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. I got Everton beating Brighton. Mm-hmm. I got Manchester City beating Leeds. Mm-hmm. I got Leicester City beating, beating West Whoa. Ham. I got Wolves beating Fulham. Crazy. Arsenal beating uh, Arsenal beating Sheffield United. And Liverpool beating Aston Villa. At plus one thousand five hundred and twenty-four ah. odds, five bucks wins seventy-six dollars twenty-one. So you weren't man enough to put Spurs over United in your parlay. No, because I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not confident. So uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing it separately in the individual game. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm you. covering my ass. There you go. You're hedging, covering, hedging your bets, hedging my hedging bets. Them. Yes, hedging my bets, covering my ass. Same thing. Absolutely. But yeah, no. I, so those are those are all my all my bets. I, I I'm pretty confident. I didn't do that well last weekend, so I apologize to anybody who took my advice. But like I said in the beginning, I am not responsible. Listen, listen to the lawyers. It's not our fault. This is entertainment only. Only entertainment. But I, if you really want my NFL advice, I know this is going against what our podcast is, but I'm doing really well on my NFL parlays. So DM me on Instagram or or Logan runs the Twitter. So mm-hmm. DM him. I can tell him what to if, say. Though, if but, if uh, you do DM me on Twitter, I I will charge you money for these advices. Though I I, oh I will I will say. No. All right, DM us DM us DM us on Instagram. <laughs> I can give you great I'm tips. Kidding, on I won't NFL charge parlays. you. I love the people. I love the fans. I have made a lot of money the last couple weekends doing NFL parlays. Enough money that I can blow on Premier League parlays. There you win. go. But this weekend will be different. That's trust. Trust me. me I'm a professional degenerate <laughs> gambler. I am, but I bet a lot, but I don't. I I bet a lot, but I don't spend a lot. There you go, and whenever it hits, it fucking hits. Whenever it doesn't, you don't oh, really yeah. need a whole lot. Um, exactly. But moving on though to Twitter dumbass of the week, of course, late <laughs> entry. Um, I actually just found this scrolling through Twitter uh, a couple of minutes ago. Um, a tweet by someone who will remain nameless. We do not bully anybody on this uh, on the show. However, I don't. 
I don't know why we can't name them. I, Seriously. Listen, I I don't want people coming at me. I don't want I don't want potentially like this guy seeing it and then being like, "What are you doing?" Like saying my name, blah blah blah. I I don't. It's same thing. Like at the beginning of the gambling corner. All right. I don't want right, to be liable right, for any right. damages. However, he did say, "What does Van Dyke do that Gabriel can't?" Well, Mister <laughs> Mister Arsenal football fan, not only can he uh, win the Premier League or the Champions League, but yeah, he can win PFA Player of the Year, PFA Player of the Month, Premier League Player of the Season, PFA Team of the Year two times, UEFA Men's Player of the Year once, UEFA Team of the Year two times. Do you want him to keep going or like, do we kind of get the point? <laughs> yeah, that guy's a fucking The best FIFA ass. Men's Player 2019. Um, uh, UEFA Champions League uh, Squad of the Season three years in a row. I, I, I mean. Yeah, no, that's that's Gabriel's just not bad. The worst. Gabriel's game. not a bad center back. I think he's actually a really solid center back and was a good signing. Oh, but, yeah, it's a very good well, signing. Let's calm it down a little bit. There, let's calm it down. Let's calm it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, that's rid- that's ridiculous. Our buddy Neil will. Our buddy Neil, he who who is an Arsenal fan, he will be the first one to say that Arsenal fans love getting ahead of themselves <laughs> so fast, and that's what that's what yep. causes a lot of hurt. So I will be wary of that in the future. But that is the wonderful. Uh, edition of Twitter demos of the week for this week. But moving on, finally, we're going to end the show off on <laughs> your burning hot fan questions. Again, if you have any questions, DM us on Twitter, DM us on Instagram, or just like reply to a post with a question. I'll put out a tweet. JD usually puts out an Instagram post asking for questions. I totally forgot this week. Yeah, but <laughs> I dropped the ball. On it's that. okay. It's okay. We'll just we'll bring it up on your quarterly report. Um, but when, <laughs> just just respond to us on Twitter or DM us. We will happily answer all of your guys' questions that you have for the show. But first question is actually about my girlfriend. She had a question for the show. Um, shout out to my girlfriend. Love you. If you could be a manager of any team in Europe and rebuild that team, which team would it be, JD? Ooh. And when she said this, I actually looked at her and I was like, that's a really good question. Because she doesn't know anything that's about great, soccer. That's a great question. I know who um, mine is, and mine is AC Milan. Oh, okay. I want to rebuild AC Milan okay, back to Champions yeah. League glory, and plus I get an excuse to like live in Milan, you know, that would be fucking incredible. Um, I get to coach Zlatan at least for a season before I sell. Be great, or you know, before he retires. Let me, th- let me think. Um, rebuild back to glory. I mean, is it glory as in Champions League or glory as in just back to where they should be? That's because I kind of want to go. Up to you, I, I kind of want. I kind of, I kind of want to go Portsmouth. Honestly, because it's realistic. That's a good one. I mean, well, not real, not realistic, but but that is a team that was regularly in the in the top division in England, mm-hmm. and they are just nowhere to be seen. <laughs> yeah, I think they're League One they're, right now. They're in they're in League One, I think. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah, they're definitely League One. I, I mean, I've done I've done a few, like I've done a legitimate FIFA career mode rebuild with mm-hmm. them, and and I mean I got them to up the top there, up there. I mean, you know, lots of players in the '90s. It was great, and that. T- and I mean, over like an eight-season career, like it was insane, and that was fun. So I, I mean, I would, I would say Portsmouth, honestly. That's a good pick. That's, that's a good that's, pick. That, that's a very, that's a very historical. I was team, tempted to go say. um, Sunderland. Oh, Sunderland. Well, yeah, that's okay, always I a good pick. But Sunderland. I feel like that's kind of that's kind of like the the not hipster hipster one now. Everyone's like, oh, Sunderland rebuild, like. Okay, we get it. Sunderland are not are in like league. Sunderland are till fucking I trash right now. Die. I get it, but like Portsmouth is a really good pick. I I just I just have just like this fixation with like Milan's history, 
They've had oh, of course. dozens of world class players play for them, like you know Ronaldinho, Kaka, yeah, of course. Beckham, like all the like Maldini, like all these incredible players. And like yeah. I want to get them back to winning the Champions League, kind of like how you want to get Portsmouth to where they should be. I would argue Milan should be in the Champions League every single year, early and contending for yes, they should no, Italy's, they should be absolutely you know, it's, it's contending for that league every single year. Um, I obviously. As two Liverpool fans, we'll love to manage Liverpool, but like we don't need it. We don't need to be, you know, we don't need to be rebuilt. At least not right now. Maybe a couple years ago we may have been, but not right now. Well, yeah, but um, they, they they hired the right man. They for definitely the job. did. Uh, moving on though, from Brian Carpenter, shout out Brian. We didn't say anything nice about West Ham this E-corps. week. Sorry. Um, what three teams would you like to see promoted from the championship? Um, so for me, I should have to look at the champion the championship table. Um. I kind of want to go with, like, Swansea, because I like seeing Swansea yeah, in the I, I, I know my three. Okay. I know my what three. Are your, what, what are your three, J.D.? Definitely Swansea. Definitely Norwich City again. They were fun to watch, even if they were dog shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like their jerseys. Breath of fresh air. Yeah. The yellow and green. And then um, Barnsley. Barnsley is my championship club. And the only reason is because last year, or last season, I just flipped on a championship game on espn plus wasn't doing anything in the morning mm-hmm. and it was barnsley versus i don't know who the fuck they were playing but this one dude uh wilkes one of their wingers he was good as shit he's not on barnsley anymore he's on whole city but uh i actually ordered a wilkes barnsley jersey <laughs> okay. from D- from dh gate so it cost like ten dollars because those knockoff jerseys never came not bad it has been a year and it <laughs> never showed up well that's it's just in bucks you have to eat so, so now I now I hate DH Gate, which is Chinese Amazon, mm. and I just have a burning passion for Barnsley. Not really, but I did a mm. I did a FIFA rebuild out. with them. I did a FIFA rebuild with them for FIFA twenty. Mm. So okay. I like that team. I was, so I, I definitely want to see them I get up there. Point two, or it was this, or it was another team, but also they have red jerseys. Yeah. So my my fun. three are Swansea, um, Stoke, just because I want to. I just want like a rainy night at Stoke jokes to come yeah, back. Yeah, Stoke back in the Premier League, uh, would be as nice. well as I was tempted to say Blackburn. Because again, that's another team with a lot of history. Um, that's but, true. but I'm actually yeah. gonna go Huddersfield. Blackburn Huddersfield Rivers. for my third. I, I enjoyed having Huddersfield in the Premier League, and I want it back. The Terriers. The Terriers. They're fun. They're in. They're they're interesting. Remember Aaron Moy, good old Aaron Moy. Whenever he was on Huddersfield, he's not. He's. Not I know, there. but like remember him in the Premier League. He's not even on Brighton anymore. No, I don't know where the fuck he is. I think he's China. Of course, I was gonna say I think he fucked off to like Japan or China, but. He fucked off to he China. He did, in fact, fuck off Getting to China. Getting paid a shit ton. No, he went to he and he went to um he went to Shanghai. The the team that has everybody. Yeah. Uh, fuck. He's put. I forget. He, oh, shit. Whenever we say they went team. to China, we mean they went to Shanghai. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah for the most yeah. part. For the most part. <laughs> um. But moving on to Dylan's question. Shout out Dylan. Could the top MLS team beat Fulham? Now I'm gonna ask. You, I'm gonna let you answer this question because I don't know fuck all about the MLS. I don't even know who the best team is. Oh so yeah. So you're the one that falls. I the remember. MLS. So you. I saw this, this is, one. This is so for I, you. I, yeah. I, I. So I am a big MLS fan. I'm a huge Philadelphia Union fan who have never been good, except for this season. Well, they were good last season, but they only have one. They only have one playoff win in in their history, which is insane. But this season, they could actually challenge for the MLS Cup, which is crazy. I mean, I, I live, like, very close to Philadelphia on the grand scheme of things. But um, closer uh, Fulham are so bad this season compared to the other Premier League teams. Like, I don't know how they were – I mean, 
I've watched the game that got them promoted against Swansea, but I don't know how they got promoted. Uh, they're just terrible. Yeah. MLS, on the other hand, is very much a step down. I think MLS teams are the top MLS teams, like this season anyway, your Columbus crew, your Philadelphia Union, I, they're mid-table championship to low-table to low championship, mm-hmm. realistically. So, I don't know. I... It would be a very interesting game. Like if I if, if Columbus Crew or Philadelphia Union played or Toronto FC played Fulham, I, it'd be a really interesting game. I couldn't pick a winner. I think it'd be pretty even. Really, overall, you think it might yeah, be a draw? Yeah, I, th- I think a a one game, one off game. I no, I, I I'm not gonna say a draw or a win for either. I I think it would be a really interesting game. I couldn't call it, to be perfectly honest. That'd be cool. If they were playing any other team in the MLS, then I'm going to go Philly Union, Columbus Crew, Toronto FC, and Seattle Sounders. Other than those four teams. And LAFC, if they're all healthy, like if Carlos Vela is playing, mm-hmm. Diego Rossi's on form, I'll put them in that bracket. But any other team, Fulham's beating them. Mm-hmm. The MLS is getting better, but it's not yeah. there yet. Which we would you also have to factor in, of course, us being American how new the mls is as a league and how new so many of these teams are like oh yeah you like you look at teams like like liverpool and like manchester united they have like 120 years of history like city has 125 years of history. yeah you, yeah of course mls is 25 years old the now yeah. th- there was top division soccer in the u.s but it, mm-hmm. it was it wasn't good no it definitely wasn't. but no wait hold on while we're on the topic of mls did you see the highlights of the inner my uh inner miami and philly Union i saw game? higuain sky the uh the penalty yeah <laughs> So I was wa- I was watching that game live because I'm a huge Union fan. But oh my god, that game was hilarious to watch. Iguain looks so off the mark. It's so funny. Like he he acted like he was just gonna take MLS by storm. He was terrible yeah, in that game. He's a lot of time. Let's let's just say how. And he just like they get a penalty late in the game. Or, no, it was like two nothing. I, I think it was like in the in the seventies in the seventieth minute or something like mm-hmm. that. Inter Miami get a penalty and Iguain just grabs the ball, sets it down, skies it ten feet over the bar, and and no no no. And Jacob Glesnis, yeah. one of the uh, one of the defenders for the Union, goes and does like a fist pump in the air right next yeah, to Iguain. I, I was like, Damn, and then dude. Kai Vacker, yeah. the the left back, just starts yelling at Iguain something like in the penalty <laughs> box, and there was a huge scuffle. It was so great. Yeah, it was. It was. I awesome. did. I did see that. That was the only thing I saw about the game though. But yeah, no. The, Dude, but it, seriously, the MLS quality for some teams is getting a lot better. Like, the, there's this dude on the union, Brendan Aronson, uh, who he's probably – he's definitely going to – he's definitely – he's 19 years old from, from uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's certainly – like, the, the coach has said he's going to Europe after the season, but it's to who, and it's probably going to be Salzburg, yeah. which, which is with Jesse Marsh, a, an American coach, mm-hmm. which will be huge. Yeah, that would be insane for us. Yeah, for just but, us okay, as a national team. Yeah. Okay. Enough MLS talk. We're we're the EPL boys, not the yeah. MLS boys. Uh, last uh, well, not the last soccer related question, but can Everton and Leicester actually make, or Everton or Leicester actually make top four? And this is from Soccer Noob on Twitter. Thank you, Soccer Noob on Twitter. I don't think Everton are going to make top four. I want to see how they play against us or like a uh, city or Chelsea before I think they can actually make top four. Lesser, I think if they can continue their form and if United can't find good form early in the season, I think that Leicester will 
surmount a gap that is will be too hard for United to make up, or like Spurs or Arsenal to make up, and then they will. Yeah. They they can I think they can genuinely get top four this year if Vardy still. I think this is going to be Vardy's last year where he can like get around twenty goals. I really do, and it sucks to say that, but I I don't know. I just I can't see him getting upwards of twenty goals again next season. Yeah, I I think I think Leicester have shown us over the last couple of years that they can. Mm-hmm. So I I would say yes to Leicester. Everton, if we're overreacting to the first couple games of the season, Everton absolutely can yeah. break into the top four, hundred percent. But we shouldn't be overreacting to the first three games of the season. No. I I think yeah, what you said. We need to see Everton play a couple other big teams mm-hmm. before. You can and and I mean it, it doesn't have to take a while. I in the next couple weeks, I'm sure they're playing one of the top six in the next. They couple play weeks, us I, October seventeenth. Oh yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, I think that'll be a good test for them whether or not they're you know they're just showing flashes of of, of brilliance or if they're actually that good. So I, I I think it'll take a couple more weeks of them performing at the highest level to. For me to make a decision on whether or not they could break into the top four, but overreacting to the first couple games, absolutely. Being realistic, no. Yeah, b- being realistic, top six maybe. Yeah. but I I do think that they will that they will probably get sixth place. Um, but again, I I I think around like week like seven or eight, we will then start to see if they will be able to make it or not. Like I really do. Yeah. But right now, yeah, no, I, it's only I three games. I, I keep I keep underrating. Dominic Calvert Lewin, mm-hmm. and he keeps shoving it in my face how good he yeah. is. So he's, I, I'm, he's I'm probably going to be wrong about this. So yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully, hopefully, it's too early. As in the Liverpool season. fans, hopefully we are not wrong. But Everton have a Everton yeah. have a world class manager. Um, and in their next five games, they play Brighton, of course, then Liverpool, then Southampton and Newcastle are two pretty easy games, I would say for them. But then they play United, and then Fulham, then Leeds. And then after Burnley, it's Chelsea and Arsenal. So around Christmas, they'll they'll have played four of the top six teams. They still have yet to play Leicester and City at that point. But around then, or like the start of December, we'll really get to see how Everton and the yeah. entire league is going to shape up for sure. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely one of the most interesting teams to to track this season. Mm-hmm. I think because they came out so well, and if they can keep it going. You know anything can happen. Yeah, but. how how they stay the entire season completely relies on how James will play for the entire season, and it sucks to say. If he, but if he can stay healthy, I was literally but. about to say I would be very, very, very impressed if James will be healthy for the entire season. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. don't I don't see that happening. If he plays like over thirty games, I think it'll be a fucking miracle. Because with his track record of injuries, unfortunately, it's kind of hard. For him to play that many yeah. league games, but if he can, if he can play over thirty, I think Everton are set for top six, considering they don't get any major injuries anywhere else as well. But yeah. I think Leicester as well, if they keep on with their form and they're going to get healthier as well, and Didi will come back. Madison is back now. Their team is is getting better. They have Brendan Rodgers as a manager. People forget how good Brendan Rodgers has People been forget. in his career. I think he's a very underrated manager. I th- I think I think this is the year they should have got it last year. Like we said, I think this is the year that they will get it. I 100% believe that. But 
Yeah. Last um, last football related question: Does Ginduzi or Torreira do anything for Arsenal, or are they going to be transferred? That is from Sports Freak. Now they already are. Ne- yeah. Now yeah. Now Neil answered this Basically. in the Discord. Uh, Neil is our our Arsenal fan, resident Arsenal fanboy. Resident Arsenal. He fan. he said that uh, Torreira is pretty much gone. And then if Torreira's gone, I I would be hard-pressed for them to sell Torreira and Ginduzi at the same time. So if Torreira's gone, I think they keep Ginduzi 100%. Nah, but Gwent, no, they're, they're selling both of them. I, I, I don't think they'd sell both in the same window, though. There's no way. Xhaka is actually playing again. Uh, they have they got Ceballos Xhaka's back. good, I, question mark? Yeah, question mark? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's playing again. I'm not saying he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he is playing. You know, Jaka's always good. Jaka is always good for two or three fucking screamers from yeah. thirty-five yards. He's also season. good for like two or three shocking performances to get himself dropped and the re- next game. And two and two or three just, ridiculous yeah, red just cards. stupid red cards, <laughs> which you haven't seen so far. But there's plenty of season left. Plenty, plenty of season, season left. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think they would sell Terrell and Ginduzi at the same window for like depth purposes. I just don't. I, I don't, know. I, I don't, don't think it would be smart to do that. I do think they sell both of them eventually, but I just don't think it'd be smart to do it both at once. They'll get money for Terrera. I think he, I think he's rumored to, or no, he's going to he's going to Athletic. Yeah, I, I think I think that's already pretty much sealed. I, I think it's already pretty point, much yeah. sealed. And then Gwen Doozy, I just I don't know. I, I think he kind of rubbed a lot of Arsenal fans yeah. the wrong way. Let's see. The thing is, though, Ganduzi has so much time on his hand. He has so much potential. Sure, but I think it. Of course, it would be a lot smarter for Arsenal to sell Terrera and to keep Ganduzi at least for, like, another season. But I do think Ganduzi will probably get sold next season. I just, yeah, I mean, I could see I, it. I just, I th- no, I think they'll both get sold now. I don't, but... I don't think they'll be smart. If they do, I think it would be very dumb for death purposes because they are, like, one injury to, like, OR if they bring him in or Sabias or Jack away from having, like, wow, who the fuck do we have in midfield? They're going to have to play Ozil, and they don't want to do that. It'll make for great AFTV content. Oh, my content. God. I, can't those. I almost put them as... Twitter dumbasses of the week, but that if what they say, <laughs> I did at anything they just say shit. Anything, they yeah. Just say, anything, they just yeah. say anything, and they're just like, "You guys are stupid." But at this point, if if they're not doing it as a bit to get clicks, and I don't really know what the fuck is wrong. With True, them. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they went off this week after the Liverpool game, probably saying like, "Oh, Lacazette showed how good he was against Liverpool." Mm-hmm. It's like, no, he fucking didn't. He missed like three chances and took the only chance that he could, and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did see a a combined eleven on Twitter that had Lacazette and Aubameyang starting um, ahead of Sadio Mane. So that's funny. But <laughs> yeah, that is uh, funny. That that's pretty comical. Speaking of Neil, though, he asked a question: um, "Is the moon landing fake?" Our lawyers will not uh, allow us to answer this question, unfortunately. Now, now here's what here's here's how you answer this mm-hmm. question with another question: mm-hmm. Is the moon fake? <laughs> dun, the dun, moon dun. is made. Out, the moon is just a big cheese it in the sky. No, no, seriously, <laughs> you have to look at this logically. If somebody <laughs> asks you if the moon landing was fake. You have to ask them: Is the moon even real? Because Do the you? moon could just be a computer, <sighs> a computer graphic. Mm. I seriously, you think about this: If the moon, if you're getting asked this question, you have to counter it because you have to you have, then have the discussion. You can't just give an answer. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, it was faked," or "No, the moon landing was real." You have to ask the question: Is the moon even real? That's how I would answer that. Okay. All right, Neil. 
instead of asking us questions, ask yourself questions. All right. Don't ask yes. us questions. Ask exactly. questions inside. Speaking of um, life altering interdimensional questions, is a Pop Tart or Ravioli? This is from Brian. Um, in concept, yes, but in practice, no, because ravioli you have to boil, and you can and you don't boil a pop tart. Yeah, but you still heat it. Yeah, I but mean, you don't boil it's the it. Act of, don't, it's, it okay. Yeah, but it's the act of cooking it. Oh, but, oh well. Here, here's the mm-hmm. thing. Here's the thing. You can eat a pop tart without cooking mm-hmm. it. You, can, I mean, you shouldn't. No, eat a because if you do, you're eating raw cooking. eggs, and that is not ideal. Yes. And then whatever's raw yeah. in the middle of the fucking ravioli. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say no. no. You, I don't think it is. I, you, you can eat a pop tart. I think a pop tart is closer to a calzone than it is a ravioli. Ooh, okay. That just threw a yeah, curveball. Yeah, because this. you um, bake both. You put both in the oven. I think it's I think it's closer to a calzone. It's kind of like a dessert well, calzone. Put, put a pop tart in, into a into a toaster. Yeah, you could put a calzone in a toaster idea, if you're stupid. You can do that. It wouldn't fit. You you make a thin calzone. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god, my girlfriend and I just finally started using our air fryer. Changed our life. That's like that's like the new French press. Like I feel like everybody's getting air fryers. Dude, air fryers. We got this air fryer. I got this air fryer in early August, and we had we hadn't used it until this past weekend. And I don't. I I just my life. Here's a question. It's amazing. Is a hot dog a sandwich or is it a taco? It's not a, ta- it's a It's sandwich. a taco. What the fuck are you talking about? It's br- it has bread. Yeah. If you if you put a hot dog on a tortilla, it's a taco. <laughs> that is a struggle meal right there. <laughs> that's a struggle that's, meal. <laughs> that's yeah. Hot you, dog you, and you a gotta, taco. You, you have Holy some bigger shit. issues in your oh life. Oh my god. That's Yeah, no, that's Jesus. Well, what do you think no, like, a, hot, a hot dog is definitely a sandwich. But like shape-wise it's a, it's though, a the hot sandwich. dog bun shaped like a like a taco shell. Yeah, but yeah, but no. It's meat. No, you no, put no, condiments no. in it. Ketchup's basically salsa, just without like the onions in it. You know what I mean? It's without the good. Without stuff. the good stuff. <laughs> ketchup sucks. Yeah, honestly, ke- real quick, ketchup is the worst condiment. It is the most boring con- condiment ever. I hate ketchup. It's well, okay. It's almost as bad as mayo. Mayo is the no. Worst. I think I I think mayo is better than ketchup. That's not mayo doesn't though. taste like anything. At least ketchup has a flavor. It's not a good flavor, no. but it has mayo a flavor. Has, what are you about? May, mayo has mayo has flavor. Not to me. Creaminess. I don't know. Mayo is gross. May, mayo is not the best. The best condiment is honey mustard, in my opinion. Honey mustard's the Ew. best. Oh, what do you mean you? No, honey mustard's gross. I'm a, I'm a big hot sauce Dude, guy. I fucking love I, hot I sauce. I love hot sauce. You probably any, like Frank's Red Hot, hot though, don't you? You're probably a Frank's guy. Okay, I, I am a Frank's uh-huh. guy, but I like any I like other kinds of hot sauces. It's just Frank's is I am cheap a, and uh, goes on anything. I'm like a Crystal's, like a Louisiana sound hot sauce guy. Okay, that's that's always been that's I mean, always been my go to. You're you're from the you're from yeah. the south though. You got all those crazy ass hot yeah. sauces. I, I'm I'm from the Northeast. I mean, we, I get Frank's mm-hmm. because it tastes good and I can. Are we use counting it for buffalo anything. sauce as a condiment or is it a sauce? Yeah. If, yeah, buffalo sauce I would say is a hot if, sauce. If so, then I would say like buffalo sauce and hot sauce are probably like the best condiments, like one hundred percent. Because I oh definitely I we, yeah I thought we were kind of them as sauces. You know, they have sauce oh, in it, it changes. I mean, I mean buffalo buffalo sauce changes anything. Like that changes how buffalo chicken and, dip incredible. My girlfriend ooh, makes this buffalo oh mac and cheese. As someone who is slightly lactose intolerant, it fucks me up, but it is so worth it. 
because it's one of the one of the best things I've ever had in my entire life. Oh yeah, buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Oh my oh god, my it's so god. delicious. Fuck me up. It's so good. Fuck me. Yeah, up. definitely buffalo. Also, are you a blue cheese or a ranch guy? <laughs> Neither. They're both what? absolutely disgusting. You don't they like are ranch? absolutely disgusting. Nope. Uh, I'm no bitch. When I get fucking hot wings, <laughs> they were like, do you want blue cheese or ranch? I'm like, no, I'm not a bitch. Not a bitch. I just eat that shit raw. I eat the bones and everything, dog. I fucking break, them up. I break into them with my teeth like they're a Ritz cracker. Just crunch them up. No. Uh, nah, ranch, ranch and blue cheese is just so... It just ruins the taste of a chicken wing. Like, blue cheese is, oh, God, blue cheese, blue cheese is absolutely delicious, by the way. I love blue cheese. Oh, fuck I, that. No. I, I, like, I, I only like it with... Buffalo wings, though. I, I, I can't. I don't get how nah. people put like blue cheese on like a salad. Like that's gross to me. Blue cheese is mold. That's literally it's what it like is. Almost old cheese. Old cheese is like that way. You know how they make cheese? It's not. Nah. It's not a pretty way. I, I know, know one I know, cheese that has like maggots cheese, in it or whatever. But blue cheese has gross. the consistency of mold. Yeah, it does do <laughs> chunky, that. It, chunky, I will give you that. Gross cheese. That, that's a good point all. there. But um. Ugh. God. I guess uh, I guess we should end the podcast at some point. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. If you, if you guys enjoyed our, our let weird us know food if you guys are it. if you guys are ranch or blue cheese guys or neither of them. If you're like JD, um, yeah, there. If 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 you're not a bitch, <laughs> let us know. Well, like, I I would say none of our listeners are bitches just because they listen to this podcast. Certified not they a like bitch. ranch or blue cheese. We have they like ranch or blue cheese. I got some. Questions. We have the least bitch made uh, audience in the entire podcasting <laughs> world. I'm gonna go on record and say that you guys are the least bitch made podcast listeners on the planet. Fact. <laughs> I'll 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 go yes, to war with I anybody for my people. But that's gonna be the end of the podcast this week. Um, next week, of course, we're gonna have the recaps of all the games. Gonna get into the nitty gritty, all the Premier League action over the weekend. <laughs> um we're gonna have hot takes are you surprised it's gonna be a great show but this show was also pretty great i really enjoyed our food talk i feel like it was a it was a little something extra you know this this podcast is so it's it's so it's so like soccer focused and like epl focused this is nice this is nice talk about food you know what i mean but thank you guys so much for listening have a safe weekend hopefully jd made you some money and we will see you guys next week Adios. And just remember, just remember, the moon is fake mm-hmm. and birds aren't real. Have a great Have weekend. Have a great weekend. Watch some fucking premieres. Adios. Adios.